Blog Talk Radio. I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Awakenings. It's so great to connect with all of you here. really, really is. Um, do you hear my cappuccino going in the background, my decaf cappuccino? <laughs> Of course you do, because you know how I roll. Oh, we're going to have a really great program today. I'm going to be diving into the what's happening with the 1010 gateway that we've got going on here. And also going to be uh, have a great guest. We're going to talk a little bit about the full moon as well, because that's also the gateway is leading into the full moon. So welcome, hey in the chat, welcome my co-hosts, co-pilots, sound engineers, hello and welcome everyone listening by phone. Uh, If you want to listen by phone or you have a question or a comment and you want to get on air, that number is 347-539-5122, that's 347-539-5122. If I seem just a wee bit distracted, I was doing a post on Insta and Facebook letting people know that we are on air. So uh, back to YouTube, everyone. So those of you that um, were so patient with me uh, because I went through, you know, all the health challenges with Yoshi, so I couldn't put time on that, you know, my clients and such, and then my awakenings. Uh, you know, kind of takes key precedence. So, but I have been uploading and will be. Um, I've already got other videos to go, so I'm going to be doing weekly. So, we're going to be getting some updates, and I'm going to um, coordinate it with some of the topics that we're doing here on Awakenings because I'm getting more people emailing again because they're feeling the shifts. We're coming out, some of us coming out of Sleepyville or held back, um, and really wanting to move forward, and um, a lot of people that I'm working with that have scheduled sessions with me are just, it's amazing. They're really listening to their intuition, and so a lot of it is confirmation. I've been giving people a lot of confirmations, new insights, new awareness, obviously, or new pathways that are coming in, but I'm, what's exciting to me is how much people are really starting to listen more to their intuition You know, I love it when people say, oh, I thought so, or that's what I'm doing, or that's why I'm doing this, or this makes sense now. You know, this makes sense why I'm doing this. So it's always good to get confirmations, I think, and it just, it helps you strengthen your own intuition. So that's really been inspiring to me. Um, Everyone's so happy to be here. Yes, hello. 
Let's see, was Athena welcome? Tammy in the chat. Whoever else is in there, Angie, Sue, whoever else is in the chat, welcome. I'm going to give that number again, 347-539-5122, and press 1 on your keypad to get on air. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right, so just posted that. So I want to keep up with the changes. There's going to be this month there's a lot of um there's a lot going there's a lot going on in relationship by the way this month so just just to to let you know with yourself and with others and i wrote about this in my blog post on soulplayground.life um on my youtube channel soul insights with michelle mache and the soul playground uh blog on youtube of course i did a video about this um you know, with the communication, what people are very testy right now. There's a lot of energy of people really wanting to establish, you know, flex their muscles, so to speak. You know, what are they about? You know, are they getting their needs met? There's And it's it's testing people because as we're getting more and more in the Aquarian age, there's much more individuality, uniqueness. There's going to be less codependency. But not everybody is really good with that, you know, of saying, asserting themselves. You know, that, do I say too much? Do I yell? Do I scream? Do I cut off? Do I shut down? So there's a lot of triggering that's going on right now, and there will be, you know, always. But it's intensified a bit this month, that last, a little bit, you know, end of last month and this month due to those aspects that we had to the Libra full moon and those personal planets in Libra, and then as opposing Chiron and Aries, which Aries rules the self. It's about the sense of self. They call Aries the baby of the planet because Aries, you're learning. Now, there's always a higher octave, right, in a, in, if we're going to talk a little bit of astrology here. Whether it's numerology, tarot, astrology, there's, there's the lower level or egoic or the wounded aspect, only wounded aspect. Let's say there's the wounded and then there's the ego aspect. And then there is what we call, and in the egoic, from the egoic in between to the higher dimensional or connecting more and responding to the higher self, there's a probationary period, you know, where the disciple, the person that's disciplined on the path, begins to integrate more of the higher frequency energy and emotions, but not not that the, you don't have the anger or sadness or hurt you're just not stuck in those in those tones in those frequencies you play through them you move through them but you're not stuck and you see yourself you you can see your own um acting out so to speak and catch yourself or not catch yourself but have self compassion for yourself right but you see the difference so it's a little bit like having a fire hose, you know, the hoses that firemen have. And, you know, I, I don't know, it's like how many gallons coming out a second. You know, it's, there's a lot of force. So what's happening is these energies are releasing or easing up. The new structures are beginning to be put in place, but they're wobbly. You know, many people are on training reels right now. Depending on what level you're at, you're at a training, you, we're all on training wheels to some degree. But but depending on where you're at in the energetic transit and what energy you know frequency you're receiving and responding from what what you're broadcasting and what has to do with frequency energy and motion emotions. 
So if if people are stuck in lower level frequencies, um, you know, or they're not used to expressing themselves, you know, or getting their needs met or understanding their needs met, then they're going to be not uh, wobbly, and they're wobbly can, uh, you know, it could be over assertion, it could be cutting off, it. So it's learning how to manage the emotions. I always say a lot of healing is about managing our emotions, managing what we're going through, because a lot of times we can't change it, we can't stop it, but we can learn to manage it. And managing has a lot to do with aligning, aligning to what is, what is really going on. So many of you, um, and again, I did. you can go to my YouTube channel. I did a post I'm going to do weekly, and they'll tie in. Some of you get my monthly soul path happenings um, I've got a suggestion uh, if you go to my blog uh, soulplayground.life subscribe to the um, the blog and also the soul path happenings the soul path happenings are weekly num- or monthly numerology tune in but it also puts you on the list for when are their workshops or teleworkshops or speaking engagements what, what's happening the blog I do the, the new moon, the full moon. Um, I, I really watch the moon cycles connect into the moon magic, as well as the monthly. What's the energies that are happening monthly? And I tune in also with the guides and oversouls. And then I also do a soul insights weekly. So everything's coming from the soul, if you can see it. So I'm sharing this because some people have emailed me like, "Oh, I didn't get this post, or I didn't get this." Best bet sign, you know, for the blog and the soul path happenings. Because the soul path happening, I write something different. But the blog, I really, both of them I tune in on the energies, uh, energetic frequency. So I'm always tuning in. So there's always something coming through, right? So how many of you have been seeing 1010? And I talk about this on my Soul Insights on YouTube. This 1010 gateway is opening us up into the full moon in Aries. And I say it's a feisty moon. It's already starting. You really feel the the moon. Um, oh, Athena in the chat, my old phone number ended in 1010. Interesting. Yeah, you'll still see a lot of 1111, 111, you know, 1212, 12, which I write about on my blog, again, soulplayground.life. Those are activation um those are more galactic. Those are more uh, activation and attunement numbers, a bit different than the angel numbers. They really, they all have to do with frequency, but the angel numbers have to do specifically. It's a guidance, um, as well as um, angelic help, angelic support, or from spirit or your spirit team. The one eleven and eleven eleven. Or twelve twelve. Even though there is support there, it, it's letting you know you're on the right path. Um, it's really about an alignment or a tuning. It's like a tuning fork that you're getting attuned. Now, 1010, which I started seeing a lot a couple years ago, actually a dear friend of mine, Danielle, and I, we started seeing them again. Uh, she did the intro and outro for, she's an amazing DJ, but also amazing editor, and she uh, did the intro and outro for Awakenings. Uh, she did the editing on that, which I really love. Uh, but it's because the 1010, like there, there are like five five or fives or five five five. Those the fives do bring change, uh, f- 
if we're looking numerically from a numerological standpoint. But it's incremental change. It's step-by-step change. When you're seeing 10-10, you are, there, there's, it's a lifestyle change. It's not just a little move. It's a move that, it, that involves a different lifestyle, a different way of living. It's not like moving, you know, even from a house to an apartment down the street or in the next city where you're still living. It's, it's very different. It's a complete career change or how you work or what you're focusing on. Now, many people right now, especially those of you who have gone through a a lot of intense inner work, you've had a lot of loss, you know, people leaving your life, significant others, you've you've connected with your twin soul or twin flame, and they, you know, one or both freaked out, and you're like, what the heck is going on? You know, the money has been, you know, slow tap. You've been really forced within. Many of you may have been also noticing that you're having more – experiences with the spirit or spiritual realm and wanting to be more in the spirit or spiritual realm. Many of you heard me share, and then some of you called in and said you were also hearing ohms or celestial sounds, songs, singing, hearing the hum of the universe or hearing the symphony, what they call those musical spheres that make up, uh, that make up the universe. And, you know, it's interesting. When I studied in England, uh, I studied at uh, Lucius Trust, the Alice Bailey, um, and also White Eagle Lodge. I did a lot of healing work at White Eagle Lodge. Uh, it was amazing, and they knew I was coming before I came there. That apparently you have to do all this training and then get okayed, and then the head of the, the place, uh, just my friend said, oh, my friend's here visiting, and and from the states, I said, "Okay, that's fine. She can come in and help us." So it was quite an honor. Um, but I was studying there, the, the- Theosophical Society. Um, I was studying a lot of advanced metaphysics, which I I worked with and I knew on an intuitive level and in working in session. But a lot of these advanced trainings had a lot of math <laughs> because we're talking about the not only numerology, but the uh, Kabbalah, the tree of life, and the, the spheres of life, the musical spheres, or the vi- different vibrational components that make up creation. And it was fascinating, although a lot of it I unfortunately glazed over. But I do remember the harmonic sounds, and I guess in the, the Kabbalah or Kabbalah um, and advanced metaphysics, they talk about this, and the notes, how the notes, in music and the piano register to the sounds of creation and each note has it has a meaning and message so we're these complex of vibrational frequency or notes right tones and notes so some of you started hearing this i know i did you know for a few years i hear it now on and off but i it was a regular you know every few you know a few times a day and night and that's when I started seeing the 1010 and realizing, you know, doing the numerology on it and reading up that this is big change. It's, it's creating change for a turning point. So what's happening, and I go into this a little bit on, also on my blog. Uh, it's on the Equinox post, uh, the, the shifting or changing timelines. So what's happening to many of us, again, it's all energetic or vibrational, but if we step it down into more, 
human terms and, you know, planetary experience, we are completing huge cycles. If you want to call a karmic cycle, a dharma, a way of living and being is done, is completely gone, is over. And the new is coming in. And so this is why many of you, you try to go back to what you were doing or how you were doing your life or your job or getting the money in or whatever you're focused on, and it's just not working. You know, or even on your health, your idea of health or how you're living or the foods that you're eating. And it's completely intuitively guided. And the reason being is it's the part of the soul alignment where your soul is beginning to take over more of your personality and there's less and less ego focus or egoic control. There's less and less wounding. So it's pretty magical, but it is a little scary for the ego part of us, the surface mind, because it's like, woo, what's going on here? I can't do anything. Uh, I'm stopped. But you're not, we're stopped, the part that identifies with the I, however the higher self, the part that's collective, the part of you that is source energies, is rerouting you. So you're wrapping up these karmic cycles. You're, many of you are no longer attracting soulmates that are wound mates. There, there's no more to play out in that. You're playing out less of the separation of the us and them or the extremes of the polarity. You're more into the unification process of, of the unity consciousness. So you're looking and being drawn to what is much more unifying. You're, no, you're, you're learning less and less by what it isn't or by extreme dissonance. You're moving into more and more resonance and coherence. And there will always be some dissonance because that's how we shift. That's how we change. That's, that's the, the healthy stress that gets us motivated. But you all know when you're going through a patch where there's a lot of dissonance, there's a lot not working. So for many of you, that's changing, that's shifting. So the relationships, the, you know, everything's changing. It's a big change. It's, it's, it's a universal change that you're a part of, that you're a, a, awakened to on a certain level that your experiences are greatly changing and what you yearn for, what you crave, what you want, what's, what's rewarding to you is greatly changed. And so you're more off the hamster wheel. You're not stuck in the materialism. It, it truly is at heaven on earth because you're, you're living earthly in the earthly delights, but you're living from the place that that is consciousness made manifest, that is spirit in physical form. So you will find yourself in being drawn towards different jobs. Now, one of the things you can look at, it will usually be something that you left behind or you couldn't fully do or participate in, because of obligations or better put other formatted in a different way so why is this happening well because we're all interconnected and we're all one part of the polarity now many of you have been holding the the polarity of healer teacher light worker and under self-sacrifice you know being very empathetic to the extent And if it's taken to the extreme or mixed with a lot of wounding, it could have been enabling and being codependent. So then we have the other extreme, and I'm just giving it in very kind of loose human psychological terms, maybe on the other end, well, on the other end, not maybe, you have those that are taking advantage of. So you have the givers or overgivers and then the takers or receivers. And then those that have the more of the narcissistic wounding, okay, 
all the way from the spectrum from narcissistic wounding and people healing from that to narcissistic behavior or, you know, the actual, you know, narcissism or borderline, the personality disorders, even like, you know, uh, borderline personality disorder. So those people in their own way will be waking up to be able to, believe it or not, (laughs) karmically or by dharma. So whether it's by a rude awakening or by an evolutionary process of up-leveling and healing enough, will begin to kind of see their ways and heal. But only if the other part of the polarity stops the enabling and the overgiving and becomes a little more self-centered or centered in self. So it's energetic. It's obviously it's going to be playing out in relationships, but it's energetic. So many of you, and I've been getting people that have been doing readings with me or inner work have been saying, I don't want to do that anymore. I feel more selfish. I say no more, or I just not drawn to that person because they're draining me or they're pulling on me. That's because at our core, everyone, we're energetic beings. It's all about energy. So the wake-up call is you can't go back into the old way or the old routine or the old role. Even if you are a healer or a light worker, you're having to do it in a different way so that the energy plays out. You know, it has to play out and even out. Similar to how, and you can look at it again energetically, how, you know, the Earth's axis is tilting. It's The Earth is becoming less magnetic it's more electrical but why is that that's because we're meant to be more magnetic see we were very electrical on the earth do 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 you know throw the spear you know shoot the gun get it you know strive make it hamster go 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 make it happen build it build it up do 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 that's shifting we'll still have the doing of course but moving more into a beingness and, and and that receptivity to your higher self, to spirit, God, the all that is, the source energy aspect of you, responding to that. But to respond, you have to be receptive because you're receiving an impulse. You're receiving input. You're receiving a signal. You're receiving before you broadcast. And metaphysically, it's always been that way, but we shifted it. You know, a lot of people saying, well, when you give more, you receive. Well, the idea is first to receive first. That is, that, you see, even in the, you know, scriptures, you know, it was changed um, to basically control people. You know, give and then you'll receive. No, no, you have to receive. The, the ultimate metaphysical meaning of the receiving is being receptive to the higher energies or the energies of your higher self, the the directive of your higher self, of spirit, of your spiritual nature. So when I receive that inspiration through the breath, inspirar, then I live through aspiration. But I have to first receive the message, the impulse, and as I receive that, then I know what to do. I know what to give or where to give. I know where to put my, what we call, you know, a right action. It's applied action in the right direction because I've received the insight. I pause to receive that. It's just like with art. You get an idea. You receive something. Every artist knows that. You don't, just, you don't 
think up an idea. You might think up how to do it later or what colors to use, but you receive the inspiration. So it is putting the ego aspect of us a bit on a shaky ground because in this essence, more and more the egoic nature is being subsumed into spirit. It still is there. It's present. You know, it's being kind of retrained and redirected. So this 1010 gateway, this this opening, those of you that are feeling it are being guided to make these huge changes or you're making small changes that you have a sense are leading to huge changes or big changes. You know, many of the people I've been working with have been saying, I sense I'm changing my whole career or I sense my life is about to change in a huge way or my life is changing, I can feel it, or I'm going to be changing my lifestyle. So again, these are the changes of someone living you know, in the city, let's say in the skyscraper in Manhattan, and then they move to the farm, or someone living in a farm and moves to a skyscraper. It's, it's, it's deep internal change. It's basically saying that lifetime that you led is gone. You've done. The soul did it. It's, it's in a little package. It's in a little box. And there's some seeds of what you were focused on before or what you wanted to do that are now coming through to you. In many ways, you're, you're releasing. You know, there's been enough karmic clearing and healing. For some of you, you're moving into your dharma in a different way or you're moving into your dharma. For some of you, you're doing your dharma or your life purpose or work purpose in a way that's much freer. That's the key. It's about freeing up time and energy or energy in its forms, which is time and money and focus. It's all about the soul is saying you can free up now. Rely more on spirit, your spiritual nature, and free up for more love, light, wisdom, more fun, more leisure time, more connecting with others, and that you don't have to do it all, whatever that all is, on your own. It's, again, the unification process. It's unifying within yourself, higher, lower self, the recognition of your the seamlessness of it all, that you are source in this form and connecting more to those source energies. So the unification starts within, and then you start attracting people that are more unifying, right, that are more of those soulmates that are of your soul wave, that have done the deeper work, that you guys can talk in, you know, shorthand or, you know, emoji or text, you just get it. You know, it's it's now moving into inspiration and aspiration. I help you, you help me. It's the collaborative economy. It's the creative economy. It's moving out of con, um, consumerism, taking in, taking in, especially out of anxiety, into creativism. How do I want to create my day? What do I want to do? What do I want to express? So it really is moving more into soul-centered living. It, it's, it's centered in the soul. And so that requires, because your soul is big, it likes, you know, opportunity, variety. It's got some big dreams. So many of you are going to find yourself living out these amazing dreams that you thought were never going to happen, the amazing relationship or relationships, community, a way of living. So you're getting that heads up, that wake-up call, right? So the what's interesting is the um, the, do, the 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 action or applied action because we are here on this planet to do. 
we're not just here to be. We are human beings or, or spiritual beings having this experience. But what will happen is your doing or your action, where you put your action, you know, the time and the energy and your focus will be more of a soul level and more authentic, more genuine is even a better word than authentic, more genuine, true to you. Where you decide to put your energy, what do you decide to do for the day? How do you decide to contribute? You know, so your, your action, your doing, where you put your applied action, it will be more and more right action. It will be more in alignment with your true self, your true nature, your true you. So, yes, it's, it's huge change for many of you that are hearing this soul call, this part of the soul call, that your life is greatly changing will not be the same. I have a client that um, moved out of the country to live. It's that kind of, I think they had moved from Aspen to someplace in Northern California, and now they're in, I believe, Spain. Okay, It's that kind of change. But you signed up for it, you're ready for it, you're prepared for it. You just need to follow the small openings that are leading you and trust. You know, connect in. Have a have a spirit buddy, an accountability buddy that you so you don't roll back into, you know, any perfectionism or hiding from your um and Crystal Bowl's gotten in the chat, the big G, genuine. Yeah, it's really genuine. I mean I, I don't you can look up the slight difference between genuine and authentic. I think authentic is kind of played out. Um, you know, not to say you can't use that word to determine this, but every time I go to say authentic, I hear the correction in my head, genuine. It's genuine. Um, which comes from natural or proper. See, it's in the proper order. So genuine is what's, yeah, it's natural or proper. And so, you know, and authentic I know is seen to be as, I look I love looking up um, derivation words. Okay, principle. Uh, it does say genuine, authentic, but it's facts or accurate, reliable. Yeah. It's really the genuine. I don't know. It, it's, it's, and it's interesting because it's natural. It's natural to you. So we're going more and more. Tammy's saying, yeah, you prefer that more. Yeah, because it seems like with proper, I'm thinking of proper alignment. You know, even etiquette. There, there, there's social discourse. There's a proper way to do things. You know, not because, oh, you're good or bad, but it's just something that's more in alignment you know, if I see you on the street and I know you, it's proper for me to say hello or hi or look at you in your eyes and acknowledge you. You know, you don't have to, but it's a little more proper. It's just in alignment with love, which is the truth. So we're going back more to our truth, our true nature, that our natural way of being. Not yes, before the before a lot of the wounding, but. Natural before the game of separation or separating out. We're reclaiming that aspect or aspects of us and downloading them to be lived out. Okay, so it really is about alignment. It's about attunement and alignment. What is proper or what is in alignment? Aesthetically in alignment. The aesthetics of your vibrational frequency 
the nature that you are. We're all a part of nature. We're not separate from nature. So what is most in alignment with nature, with life, with true nature, our true nature, the true nature of life? What is most life-enhancing? So it is, you know, it's pretty profound, and it it does show how we are really all co-creating this new way of being, this new earth, this new game, this new um, arena, if you will, or I call it the soul playground. It's the game has changed, and, and, and now we're starting to see the fruits of that. Okay, let's see. Yes, is the inner child the genuine being of you? Absolutely. Now, you know, we all have inner child aspects of self, and you could look at it energetically or archetypally. Um, the inner child within it has the wonder child. That's where our wonder, our awe, our curiosity is. We don't lose that. But what happens is the inner child can become wounded, as well as other aspects of us psychologically, you know, or age, you know, developmentally, you know, teenage years. We could stay stuck in the rebel. And so we're rebelling and angry at anyone and everyone, you know, because we didn't play that out and heal from that stage. So there is the wounded inner child. There's the wounded war. You know, there's wounded aspects of being that when that child, inner child, is healed enough and feels that self-love and self-acceptance, that compassion, we nurture it and take care of that kind of soft, vulnerable, underbelly part of us. And that's where our, again, the curiosity, the, it's, it's an instinctual aspect of us. It's the childlike quality, but now it's mixed with wisdom, deeper understanding, perhaps soul insights from the higher self. So these are just all aspects of being, ways of expressing and experiencing in the world. And the more that we can embrace those and live what I call full spectrum, let these parts live. Again, it's managing energy. Um, you know, if I'm doing a, a speaking engagement, you know, I may be playful with my inner child, um, but I'm not going to show up just with that part of me, right? I'm, I'm, you know, I might be, I'm, my inner child is probably integrated, you know, because I like to laugh and, and joke around. You know, I remember one uh, talk that I did, tech talk that I did, um, you know, I kind of got heckled. It was funny because I was talking about higher consciousness and meditation, this and that. People were texting a lot. And my inner child is, I like to just poke fun. And so I was like, ah, put your phone down. You know, I'm saying, I'm talking here. I'm da-da-da-da. And then I'm like, okay, go ahead, text, but, you know, tweet this. You know, and people were tweeting certain things that I was saying. But some people did look up. So, again, it's that light part of you. What is your inner child like, you know? That that part of you that we call that, but it's a certain type of energy. Yeah, mixed with some wisdom. Okay, let's get to callers. Three four seven five three nine five one two two. We're going to get to readings, and then of course the second half of the program we have our awakening dialogue today. Uh, let's see, our guest is Ahmed Lofty, and uh, we're going to be diving in with him, and we're going to be talking about his most recent book. Um, He's a behavioral and spiritual enthusiast, and he's got this acquired a Myers-Briggs type indicator, and we're going to talk about his book, Beyond the Prison of Belief. I like that. I like that. 
kind of dive into a little molecular, scientific, spiritual uh, happenings. Yeah. So we're going to talk about beyond the prison of beliefs, consciousness expansion, near-death experiences, and transcendence using plants. Okay, guys, you got to stick around for that for sure. All right, let's get to our first caller here. Hello, and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello, hello. That's my little inner child. Hello, hello. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Okay, this is 702. Is that me? It's you. Yes, indeedy. Oh, (laughs) hi. Hi, Michelle. My name is Karen. Hi, Karen. Years long lips. Thank you. Years long listener, first time caller. Um, okay, my question to you is um, my entire life I've had a hard time focusing on one particular uh, path or to help me figure out what my purpose is here. I've tried, you know, from listening to you over the years, and I've tried many techniques. I just thought I'd finally give you a call and see if there's anything you can tap into to help mention something that will help um, me focus better. Okay, and, and focus in what way? Um, as far as, because I'm just kind of floundering throughout life. I go from job to job. Um, okay, let's I see. just don't really seem to be on one consistent path of what I should be doing with my life. I know what I'd like to do, but I have so many different interests, and I think I need to narrow it down and just, hmm? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I love the the book, The Woman's Worth. It's an oldie but a goodie from Marianne Williamson. It's worth reading. But she talks about some people come in with a patchwork quilt, you know, a lot of different things that they're doing. And some just monochromatic, they just do one thing. And I've done patchwork. You, you've heard me talk on this podcast. But let's see if something – it's interesting that the, when I, you first started talking, I kept hearing the answer is no, the answer is no. Hmm. So i got to look at that further. Why is that? Let's see. What was – a little help So the belief there is a bit of perfectionism like that holds you back like you want to learn more or yes. do more that's what's holding you back. So I would suggest that it's fine to do little things and if you have that kind of mind this is what I suggest to you and anybody else that has a, a similar issue is do little things and see where more you're drawn to and kind of feel the fear and do it anyway. And because what'll happen is if you allow it, the one thing that you're meant to do for a certain period of time will start taking key precedence. It will, you'll start focusing on that more and more. The, the type of mind that you're presenting to me on this plane dimension doesn't like mm-hmm. to hear no. <laughs> and that's why they say the answer is no. They're laughing. You don't want to see it's like, oh, then I can't, I'm being limited. I can't do this, and I really want to do this too. So you kind of have to trick mm-hmm. your mind into see what it starts taking key precedence, and then you write you know, a little note to yourself or put it on your calendar, okay, I'm going to focus on this or I'm going to do this this week or this tomorrow. And then as you start going through it, there will be a natural inclination to stick with it. But if you try to force it, 
your mind looks at it as a mm-hmm. no. Your mind is looking at okay. it as a limitation. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And yes. what is it you say, I, I know what I, would, I want to do? Oh, there's a couple of key areas, um, and thank you for, for helping me narrow it down, um, that I, <clears throat> I would love to do what you're able to do, really tap into the energy and help people for the purpose of helping people, not from an ego standpoint of, ooh, look what I can do. Um, so that, on the spiritual side, I would love to be able to do that. Um, but as a practical side, on this earthly plane, I'm really into software and um, code and technology and stuff. So I've been studying that. So I want to get into technology as a career on, like, the earthly plane, but I also want to dive more into um you know, helping people energetically too. And so that's been pulling me. It almost seems like polar opposite directions, but maybe I can do a little of both. Well, no, I had a very successful modeling and acting career, and I did this. I also did this and was very successful with this as well. So, okay. Yeah, and I still, so it's possible, but you need to get one. See, I feel the spiritual or tuning in, it, you need to, um, Perhaps it's your own inner work. It's focusing on yourself now. I'm going to tell you what mm-hmm. one of my great metaphysical teachers said. Focus on yourself. Focus on your healing and your own ego right now. So mm-hmm. that seems to be your main presence. If Here's the deal. If people are really a light worker or you're meant to, it's not a choice. I would, I would have picked something else, to be honest. It's like, you know, okay. everywhere I go, I'm picking things up. You're truly guided to this. So if you're working on yourself and all of a sudden your gift starts getting stronger and stronger and people are coming to you naturally. Like I didn't, when I first started doing this, I didn't even charge. It was it took like, I mean, this is still many years ago. It took me reading for this one woman, this astrologer in Newport Beach, California, that said, oh, my God, you're so amazing, and you should charge. And I'm like, oh, yeah, charge. I mean, I sat literally, I think, for a year or two years in my living room, and people from all over the world, I didn't even know how they got my name, called me, and I just answered questions, and it was so fun. And then I just would bump into people, and I'd get information on them, and then I'd do a reading, you know, or I take a class or a workshop, and then I get information on people in the class or the workshop or the the teacher, and so it really evolved. Um, it, it's kind of quite amazing. So I feel for you, do your technology, get that going, and take your classes or Reiki or do whatever, do your stuff with your on your own, focus on yourself. If there's other, you know, people, friends or whatever, start that. And if you become more interested, or people are starting to be sent to you then it's like, okay, I meant to do this also and integrate it. Who knows? Maybe you integrate technology with it as well, you know? Mm-hmm. I've been thinking of ways of doing yeah, combining them. So, okay, so do that because you'll always have, like, people always used to say to me, oh, how can you model and do this and you're so spiritual and this and that, and I loved it. Well, I would not only end up giving those people readings, but because I have that resonance, I ended up working, and I still work with a lot of people in TV and film, writers, directors, heads of studios. You know, they're in that field, so I have that resonance. So very often we'll be sent, and I'm also into technology, so I do, you know, speaking engagements. I work with a lot of people that do, you know, work in technology or startups or work with Apple, IBM, whatever. 
So whatever your true interests are, your genuine interests, that will give you a certain resonance which then you will work with people from that area, right? From that pool. Mm-hmm. Cause they'll yes. get it. Right. So that's, that's yes. how to, yeah. I hope this helps you. It does. Yes. Thank you for the confirmation on that. And I'll let You're you get so to other colors. Okay. Thank thanks you. Karen. Okay. Bye. Mm-hmm. I did for you. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Hello. Hi, Michelle. It's Mitchie. Hey, Mitchie, welcome. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. Good to hear your voice. <laughs> uh, always good to hear your voice. <laughs> Thank you. I saw uh, some, yeah. So, okay, I have a question for you. Okay. Um, I've been going through a lot in the past two years with just life in general. My husband not working, uh, stuff at work. And I. the thing is, I've had my job for... 14 years, 14 and a half years. I like my job. I I like it. I really put all that I have into it. Like I love, I love it. So I do, I do my best. I have a lot of integrity with my work and, you know, I do all that. And then lately in the past two years, I've been getting quote unquote in trouble with work. I'm getting the managers. I'm going into manager meetings and things. Yeah me and and I'm so annoyed with that and I want to know um is it going to stop <laughs> like I feel like I'm doing my best work and then like recently I had called into a meeting because of someone in the public who didn't like my behavior but I've also been under a lot of stress so I did act a certain way or I did say something that was a little bit because I was just over it. I was just at that. That's what I feel. Yeah. I I feel you're, you're getting, you know, pushed to perhaps work in a different way, maybe even down the road in a different place. But I do feel like you're stressed to stretched, stretched to stress, however you want to look at it. Yes. Um, I am. And, and that's a lot of it. So, you know, again, more self-care, you know, inner work time, looking at it, you know, getting some distance from everything. Because right now, energetically, <laughs> Mitchie, your energy is, <laughs> it's like a powder keg. Sometimes when we haven't processed stuff enough, <laughs> we attract, you know, it's like, boom, why am I attracting all of this? Right now yeah. in your aura, there, 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 there's like a lot of like, there's red and orange, but the red, it's like a red that's like like your boundaries have been overstepped. You're either overstepping them or someone else's, so you're ready to go off. Even if you don't go off, you can feel it in your, your energy. Like, oh, oh, you know, it's like that sigh. Oh, God, yeah. one more thing, you know. Yeah. So people respond to that. Like I had a client a while back who had, um, he's like, oh, I don't know. I, I, uh, he got let go of and he's saying, I don't know why, you know, I try to talk. To, and I said, because you're, you're tight when you're talking and people can feel mm-hmm. the stress. Like, come on, what? Over mm-hmm. here, you know. Ah, ah. And I said, mm-hmm. so, you know, whatever's going on in your personal life is affecting the business. So that's what I'm getting with you. I feel like. Once you deal with that and process, and then that red-orange, the orange will go into vitality and inspiration. 
then I feel like, well, things are going to lift. Okay, so then the stress I'm going through right now is because I'm the only one working, and um, I'm the only one working, my husband's not working, and things aren't going well with him in general also. And yep. it's just it, I have a lot on my plate, and I'm also I know. I'm, I'm also not yeah I'm also not doing a lot of self care like physical self care like I, yeah. I there's something I tuned into myself. But that's why I that came in. in. See, that's why yeah. that came in. You yeah. need to do more self care. Hubby needs to. Get I don't know how. Done. I, I do I, I do and I don't know how. Like I mean I mean I know I need to work out. I need to eat better because. My guides have told me, yeah, something with your endocrine system and something with your lymphatic is going on. And so I know yeah, that. Yeah, and like I said earlier, stress. it's boundaries. See, you're letting people overstep your boundaries, and you're overstepping your boundaries too. You're too stretched. It's not just the stress is coming from overstretched. So right. self-care, there's so many ways to do it, but make, going for a walk, taking an aromatherapy bath, people right. calling you, wanting to – Okay, everybody, hubby, you get the food tonight. You cook. I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. In, I'm going to go walk, or I'm going in the doing a bath. You know, whatever. I'm going. I'm just closing the bedroom door. No one come in, please. <laughs> yes. Reading. You know, listening to a show. Right. So it can be active. Sometimes what don't people don't realize, and I lo- learned this as a therapist. A lot of people t- times. A lot of times people think, oh, self care is like. I need to work out more and I need to do yoga. But the thing is, if your body yeah. is already overstressed and you have yeah. hormonal issues, imbalance, it's still activity. Yeah. So too much exercise other than something 10 to 15 minutes, a, a, you know, a de-stressing walk, uh, some light stretching. You know, people, oh, I have to get back in the gym. Well, that overstresses the body. You know, it, it's a, just right. another stressor. So I would say start little but i'll be honest you got to make some changes at home because you're doing too much like what? you you're over hubby has to do more <laughs> okay he has to do more that's what i thought yes you know that mm-hmm. come on trust me i know that no but i feel like uh <laughs> I, stop, I agree i agree stop carrying do get up right. do some stuff you can't do just don't do it anymore you know, otherwise, yeah. I do feel things are tense at your job. You know, they're not going. They're not going to be very forgiving, is what I'm hearing. So, but yeah. it's all good because it, you're meant to make these changes. Ten, ten. You're meant to make big lifestyle changes. Yeah, I've seen, and think I've of your, seen that recently, actually. Okay, think of yourself yeah. first. Start making those little so changes, it, little by little. Hmm. Okay, and also, is work going to stop? Getting on my case at some point? No, <laughs> no, no. No, okay. That's okay. what I told you. They're not going to be forgiving. No, yeah, your higher not. self wants they're you. Not be. No, your higher self is so bored with this way you're doing it, your life. That it, it, no, you're you're in the perfect job because no, they are not going to be forgiving. You will be out of there if you don't shift things. Yeah. Okay, they're so not I joking. have to. I, I don't know. To... Yeah, they're, they're yeah they're not they're not playing. They're not. That's a different kind of group you're around. <laughs> so no, you have to yeah. start taking care of yourself. Make the changes. Make some requirements of your husband. You know, in all relationships, we have you know wants, but we also have requirements. We have what we would like or hopeful, but then what is the requirement? So 
as you make those changes for yourself, and that's why you put yourself on the higher self level in this situation, so that you finally make the changes you need to make. And that's okay. going to make your health. Your that's going to help you in your health as well. I think we have time for one more. And then we have. Uh, let's see if our cl- our guest is calling. Thank you. In. You're so welcome. Much peace. Bye. Yeah. You too. Bye. You too. Bye. Oh, and I said, Mitch, go to self care ideas on my website, soulplayground.life. There's things you know, processes in our child work. Okay, I think we have time for one more. Hello and welcome. You're on air. Oh, wonderful chimes. Hello. Hello. Okay, they're gone. Okay, let's try another one then. They're off. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. Hi, Michelle. It's Lee. Um, Hello, Lee. Welcome to the program. Thank you. I'll just get to it. I know we have our guests coming on. Um, my husband and I are in a really, really rough patch right now, and there's a, a wedding this weekend, and I just, I don't know if I should try and go. I don't know if I should let my daughter go. I Things are a huge mess, and I just didn't know what you might see that I might be missing. Okay. But the daughter is already not going, right? And everybody knows that, and she doesn't want to go? Uh, she had an opportunity to, to, to make some money in house fit or cat fit, per se. Um, and is she going to do that? She's she's doing that. Um, I could technically cover her that the, the, one of the days that she'd be gone. No, okay. First of all, roll it back and not get into fear. I feel things are going to work out, but it is a call for major changes. I don't feel it's just the wedding. I feel there's something else that's going on where this person, your counterpart, isn't feeling heard, your husband isn't feeling heard, or that his needs are important. He's feeling like it's all been about you. So there is going to need to be some communication, maybe work with somebody, mediate. There needs to be some communication and some new agreements, some new guidelines. I don't feel all is lost. I would just leave it for now. Uh, and don't get okay. in there and try to make things because you also don't want to do something just because somebody acts out, you know. Um, right. Okay, I'm totally open for new changes and new ways and new agreements and all of that. Like, I yeah, I think you're gonna get feel more. all that I get shifting the, I, get, I get the I get the moon in Libra, so I definitely feel that it's like a, a court case in a way, mediation. I do think things are gonna get ironed out or hammered out, but there has to be some fundamental changes where there's more give and take. And where you're okay. both more sensitive to each other's feelings, your emotional state. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. I hope that helps. You're so welcome. It does. Bye. Thank you. Okay. Bye. You're welcome. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Oh, uh, hello? Yeah, you're on air. Welcome to the program. Okay. Oh, um... So um, I've been in a relationship for about. Who am I speaking with? Hello, Charles. Yeah, who am I? Yeah, who am I speaking with? Yeah, Charles. Hello. Hey, Charles. Welcome. Hey, <laughs> did you hear that I heard you on the on some show on K- yeah, KTRW really, or something? Yeah, it was really <laughs> cool. Uh, it was a yeah. I actually have something to say about that that kind of tied into. Uh, <laughs> Well, I was going to ask. Yeah, I'm but, driving, um, and I yeah, hear, was... oh, who we 
have on air, and I'm like, hey, oh my god, you know, I was going to an event with some DJ friends of mine, and then so I listened. Yeah, it was a good um. Yeah, check it out, Armbar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what's your question? And then I got called by surprise by a friend. I think. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. So I've been in a relationship for about a year or so, and things got a little messy, and I felt like I wasn't being heard. And then another person kind of popped in my life that just things were just flowing really synchronistically, and now I'm in this weird situation because I don't necessarily want to leave the person I'm with because we have so much special things, but mm-hmm. the other person that I've met is showing me another side that's kind of giving me more freedom and more space. So yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of confused on what I should do because I still value the person that I'm with. Yeah. Here's the deal. This is a really good uh, question and inquiry in relationship. You're always going to meet people that you have that are not your significant other that you have great chemistry with, whether it's philosophical, mm-hmm. psychological, sexual, that shows you another side. But relationships mm-hmm. need to be based on values, principles, and beliefs. Okay, at the bottom, mm-hmm. obviously, trust, communication thrown in there, love, of course. Um, but I would say work it out with the other person. Because mm-hmm. always in the beginning, when you're not tied into the everyday, everyday of a relationship, you know, mm-hmm. there's always that sparkle. It's very magical. It's very synchronistic. Trust me, when the mask falls off somewhere between, sometimes it's three months, but for most people it's six months to eight months, maybe a year if people can hide things, mm-hmm. and you will have the same issues and the same problems because you didn't deal with it. So if someone's mm. coming into your life right now mirroring you more freedom or certain aspects of yourself, then that's about mm-hmm. you developing those within yourself and how do mm-hmm. you negotiate the differences in your relationship to get more of your needs and wants met and if one of them is freedom. See, all relationships, okay. there's, a, there's a cycle in the couple's journey. There's the mergey, synchronistic synergy phase, it's romantic, you know, wow, he, he understands me, she under, oh my God, she understands, or he understands I need space, ah, there's all this. Psychologically, Carl Jung talks about, if we never had the merging phase, we wouldn't come together, so there's a lot of projection, and both people are caught up in it psychologically, that gets us to come together to mate. After that, after a period of time, you move into the disappointment phase. Oh, I thought you were like this. Oh, no, I thought you were like, I thought you wanted that, or you're more like this. The real relationship starts in the negotiating the differences phase. When you see what what both people are really about, and now you negotiate the differences. And then once that happens, then you move into the co-creative phase. The negotiation, the disappointment and negotiation phase happens throughout the whole relationship because we're constantly mm-hmm. growing and our needs and wants are changing. So I feel like this person just mirrored some stuff that for you to bring into your relationship, your core relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Making sense? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. All right, Charles. Okay. Great to talk with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, to connect. Okay, talking Much to you. Much peace. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Okay, it's time for our second half of the program. I hear our guest. 
A lot of callers, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of change. A lot of change happening for a lot of people right now. So it makes sense. And uh, we do have somebody that is going to be helping us navigate through this change. What does it mean? We have with us today Ahmed Lofty. He's a behavioral and spiritual enthusiast who spent a significant period of his life exploring comparative religion, physics, psychology, and social and behavioral sciences. He's acquired a Myers-Briggs type indicator, uh, Steps, which is licensed and published. And we're going to be diving into his book, Beyond the Prison of Beliefs. He's also the vice curator in the Global Shapers community, Doha Hub, a World Economic Forum initiative targeting at shaping people and the environment towards contributing to a promising future. Welcome to the program, Ahmed. Welcome. Hello. Hello, you're on air. Hey, Michelle, how are you? I'm doing great. Is this Ahmed? Yep. Oh, welcome, welcome. Okay. Um, Boy, do we need you and your book today with all the callers, the questions that have been coming in. To me, a lot of them. Yeah, I've been listening to the questions. Some interesting questions. Yes, about our beliefs. So I really want to dive in, um, you know, and sorry for going over, but people, you know, the questions were kind of, you know, more in-depth. Um, I want to know how you got to where you are now, basically, and the, the writing your book and the focus of your book. And then I really feel like your book can help so many of our listeners because what I was hearing with so many of them was beliefs. They're, they're imprisoned in ideas and beliefs, and to some degree all of us are, um, but, you know, we also have the key to unlock the prison door, right? I, I'm hoping mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to say yes. So how did you come to write this book? What was the, t- the change agent in your life that got you on the path that you're on now as well as the path to write the book? Um. You know what's interesting, Michelle? Uh, I've been he- hearing uh, you out in the past uh, hour or so, and um, it- it's quite interesting that once you hit a certain vibrational SRO, you get to speak the same language. And uh, this is what I've been hearing, you know, in the past um, few hours. Um, it- it's it's for me. I mean, it's very important to, que- mm. to be able to question existence. And the minute mm-hmm. you question existence, you get to the core of your being. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, uh, to answer some of the questions that were asked in, in the past few minutes, it's very important to understand what we're doing here, the reason we exist. What is mm-hmm. the purpose of our existence? Why are we here? Uh, let alone the purpose of life. These are very complex questions. It's very hard to answer or to know the answer to. Uh, But the most natural shortcut to it is through the process of elimination. And I hope this helps also the the callers that have been asking some some of the questions. We need to be able to eliminate everything that hinders our growth, including Mm. people, mind-altering substances, negative patterns. We have to nurture everything that, you know, um, provides growth to our soul. And we'll Mm -hmm. probably end up in isolation, and this is what happened with me, and that's why, 
you know, I, I wrote the book. And, and, um, but through this solitude, through this silence, you'll find clarity. We must be able to put ourselves in this headspace. You know, um, you'll be left with nowhere to go but towards your eventual journey of illuminated purpose. Interesting. So that, and you know, a lot of people are afraid of that isolation, right? It's not easy. It's not easy to isolate yourself from all the people that are holding you back, the places that we go to, the negative patterns. It's it's not easy. It's not. It's definitely not an easy task. But it's an it's an extremely important step to be able to find this clarity because you never, during the hustle and bustle of life, it's it's very difficult to to be able to find this clarity and, and you'll never be able to find this clarity without um, spacing yourself out from from everything, you know, and it's, uh, okay. you have to question yourself. Who am I? If I don't have this job, if I don't have this partner, mm. who am I? Um, like if you get replaced by a robot, for example, um, taking over your job, which will eventually happen one day, who are you as a human being? Mm-hmm. See, I love that because I, I agree with that. I, mean, I feel like it, it, you have to strip it down that, again, I'm not my job, I'm not this relationship. You know, who am I without, you know, all this, without the consuming, without the grasping, who am I without these identifiers, in a sense? Um, and then we can find, you, you find our genuine pur- meaning and purpose. We can find our genuine way, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's exactly what happened with me, and it's, uh, it's interesting how you touch base on, um, on the topic of narcissism because sometimes it's, uh, it's a trigger to, you know, self-discovery and, and um, opening up. You know, it's um, only through the adversities one can grow. And just like a carbon, you know, when, when it turns to diamond, it undertakes a huge amount of pressure from everything around it. But suddenly mm-hmm. something breaks open, right? And it changes into diamond. And the same things happen with human beings. Uh, before we experience this vast shift in our lives, it feels like the toughest heaviest, most intense experience ever, right? Yeah. But before we break uh, open, it feels like... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah? Before we break open. I'll, I'll remember the question. Go ahead. Before we break open. It, it feels like everything around us is just pulling us down, right, and, and weighing on us, squeezing the life out of us in a very painful manner. And um, it, It's very common. It's a very common experience with amongst all of us. And, and um, only then you will be able to experience this shift in your life, this deep liberation, this joy, this unconditional love. But you have to trust the process. It's something that we all go through. All human beings go through the exact same process. You know, it's, um, it's inevitable. We, we all go through the roller coaster of life. You know, it's, uh, we all experience pain in the same way but in different means. And mm-hmm. we eventually will reach that stage where we experience liberation, joy, unconditional love. We just need to, to trust the process. This, this is how we will get there. Mm. Now let me ask you, do you think and feel that we are going through an evolutionary process of or expansion in consciousness? Is that something, let's say, that's 
encoded within us. Is that happening now? Do you, can we say that there there is more consciousness? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm a, I'm a personal believer in, in 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 some kind of a global awakening, and I'm, I'm not sure if I'm attracting it to me right now or is it really happening. But it's definitely increasing by the day, you know, and then, uh, that's what I'm discovering, you know, this oneness. Everyone is searching for, for answers for, um, and the thing is, people are finding answers. Uh, people are starting to find answers. Um, and if they don't, answers just come to them one way or another. And, and nature presents us with so many answers. Anything with endorsed consciousness is actually going to present us with some answers. Mm. So the consciousness expansion, that awakening, what do you feel we're awakening to? I mean, there's, I know there's a lot of different levels of awakening, and, and there's awakening in all areas of life. But when you look at this collective, what, where do you see the, I guess, the trajectory? What, what is happening within the trajectory? I, I personally believe that the ultimate purpose of, existence of life is unity um, and, you know, love. It's, it's, um, this is the ultimate purpose of, of life, you know. And nature provides mm-hmm. so many different answers in, in, in different ways to make us reach that purpose, that specific purpose. And that could be presented in so many different ways, by the way. Like it can be presented mm-hmm. through writing, through singing, through painting, through dancing, whatever it may be, you know, but as, as long as the core objective is to unite people as opposed to divide, um, as opposed to hate, um, you'll definitely be able to touch that passion in a, in a different way and you'll get to understand why you exist and why you do the things you do. It's very important to be able to, to put yourself in that energy field because um, if your main objective is to make money, it's going to be entirely materialistic. You're, set, you're setting yourself to failure. And, and some people do attract wealth, but do they attract mm-hmm. happiness along with this wealth? That's mm-hmm. questionable. Mm-hmm. And you talk about um, transcendence using plants. Is that plant-based medicine? Is that... Um is it herbal herbology, or are you looking at ayahuasca and things like that? What, where, where do you mm-hmm. see that fit in in this? So how, how it all started with me is um, through a friend that experienced, um, he, he encountered a near-death experience around 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I was very much intrigued uh, about, you know, what happened to him because he experienced some kind of, you know, out-of-body experience. And he told me that he went through this very bright tunnel and he saw heaven and hell. And uh, then his soul was like floating in the room and he saw everyone around him crying, you know, and thinking that he was dead. He he actually saw his own body in in, in the bed. And then when he came back to his body, he, he started talking to everyone in the room and he expressed, you know, how... Um, scary this experience was and how he saw everyone in the room and he actually told them what what they were talking about and that's exactly what was going on although he he was completely lost uh, in consciousness 
that intrigued me more to to look into the whole aspect of near-death experience, and, and um, uh, that also inspired me to to write my my latest uh, my latest book. Uh, what I discovered was profound, and and um, the thing is, there are lots of similarities between dreams, near-death experiences, um, out-of-body experiences, astral projection, and the consumption of certain plants that imitates that exact same experience. Uh, mm-hmm. When I found out about that, because uh, they're actually also doing a study in, in um, Johns Hopkins uh, as we speak about you know the whole effect of these plant medicines and psychedelics, um, they're also doing that in the University of Texas. Um, I would also recommend reading a book called uh, DMT, The Spirit Molecule by Dr. Rick Strassman, which is purely scientific, but um, it's also very spiritual. Uh, all of this drew me to, to go to the Amazon and experience the plant medicine, um, you know, myself, and... and uh, what it's all about, and when I did, uh, the experience itself was life-changing, and uh, that also made me want to share my experience with the world and, and my findings, you know, because and, and, what I discovered is that all those who try this plant medicine uh, speak the same language, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you and talk don't... about language, you met... go ahead, what were you going to say? Sorry, um... I don't want people to uh, think that I'm preaching, um, you know, in order for them to go and try out these plant medicines because there are so many other natural ways to expand your consciousness and reach that level of zen, you know, and, and there are so many different ways, some some that we know about, some we're still experiencing and discovering, but this is just one way. Um, it's definitely one way of experiencing or expanding your consciousness. Mm-hmm. Now let's dive into uh, how you came to write the book and talk about the prison of our beliefs because I do feel there is so much up right now. There always has been. I work in repatterning and <laughs> beliefs, so I've been doing it a long time. But I do notice a difference yeah, five, six years, and then definitely the last two years where people are really looking at their beliefs, you know, you know, are they hindering me? Are they, you know, what do I really believe? Or, or finding out that they have beliefs that they didn't even know that were running their lives. How did you come to the book, and what is the prison of your beliefs? What do you mean by that? Um, we, we're all prone to cultural programming, and, um, you know, during our childhood we we were basically taught, you know, to believe certain things and, and uh, label, you know, the, the, the whole concept of, of God. But the thing mm-hmm. is, as as you grow up, you get to experience things that change that belief, and, and you, you, you need to have the power to be able to change your beliefs and accept the differences between people because that's that's the only way we 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 can unite as as human beings is by accepting mm-hmm. the differences if we're not going to accept the differences because there are differences uh, and and every single person is unique in their own way 
Um, and, and if we're not going to accept that, we're going to divide even more, right? So it's, right. it's about time to just step back and, and realize, okay, in order to unite, what do we really need to do? And mm. by expanding your, your consciousness, whether it's through um, bath bombs or water floats or holotropic breathing or plant medicine, yeah. it, it, it's, it's going to lead you to, to a dimension that will explain so many things that will change your beliefs. And mm-hmm. you'll realize that God is boundless. He has no labels. But w- when we label God, we're basically limiting our understanding of him. And the same goes with words and languages and, and you know, what does it mean to be um, a Christian, uh, a Jew, a Muslim, uh, a Buddhist, what, what does that all mean? You know, These are all linguistic labels depicting a set of beliefs, barriers, connotations tied to them. God has no language, no labels. Mm-hmm. God doesn't speak English. He doesn't speak Arabic. He has no limitations. Mm-hmm. All religions, though, lead to the same God. They all lead to the same truth. There is so much truth hidden in the Holy Scriptures, but when I experienced, when I personally experienced what I experienced, um, I was like, okay, um, I think I'll hold on to my belief, but I just need to look at the truth from different angles, you know, because there's so much truth in in every single religion, in every single belief, in every single... Um, ideology and, and um, when we stick to one belief and that's the prison I'm talking about so in a way, so it's identifying perhaps what's holding us in, a, in our prison what is blocking or stopping us and as you said earlier what's stopping our soul I'm going to say not just growth but connecting to the soul is that what you're saying? Is that part of the the prison? Is what is blocking? blocking exactly, us? exactly. If, if we think of it um, as you know, if we think of the truth as the ultimate unity, the ultimate love, that's what's in the middle, and all the religions surrounding it, looking at the truth, pointing towards that truth, it will eventually solve all the conflicts, the hatreds, the divisions, the wars. And through this realization, we'll realize that we're not really different. And the illusion created by our egos is what um, is what is it's what's dividing us, basically. Mm-hmm. Unity can only happen when differences are set aside, and we focus our whole being on that energy field of love. You know, not the details that lead to it. Mm-hmm. So you're it is in essence talking beyond um beyond, beyond the language beliefs. beyond your beyond right. languages beyond your own belief if one belief system is not going to strive for that ultimate universal mission of unity and instead encourages division wars whatever then it's basically a dysfunctional interpretation of a system 
you know, that has been disconnected from the initial message of whatever the, the, the messenger or the spiritual guru was trying to express to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what we also need to realize. You know, it's, um, it's very important to, to realize that message or else where history is just going to repeat itself. Mm. Now, what does this mean for us individually? You know, how would we, how would we p- apply this to our individual beliefs um, and our individual circumstances, perhaps healing and trauma, or the issues, the issues, the personal issues. You heard some of the callers. How can this help us? You know, get out of the, the issues, okay. <laughs> get so out of the pickle, of all, and not keep creating them. Yeah. 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 Um, so first of all, we need we need to realize that. We we don't know everything, right? Like we we don't mm-hmm. we're we're not we're not right, but we're all right at the same time. So holding this thought is is very powerful because when you get into an argument with someone, you, you have to question yourself: Am I right, or is that person right? And what if we're both right, but we're just you know having different point of views? That's that's one of the exercises I try to do whenever I get into an argument with with someone. You know, it's it's like okay, I, I need to step back and and just let that person be and 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 not argue because arguments lead to divisions, lead to hatred, lead to quarrels and fights. And mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's very powerful to be able to hold back from all that. You know, it's. Um, it's extremely important to 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 be able to not take things personally, um, whether it's mm. you know the sensitive topics of of beliefs or religion or you know and, and and when people start getting into the details, that's that's when divisions start. You know, but but the thing is, when it comes to when it comes to religion, for example, um, I personally think that. The interpretations of of the religions led people astray. It's not that it's not the fact that religions are wrong, but the interpretations of the, those religions were were made by man, and and that's that's when things started to get a little bit tricky. I I personally read all relig- like many many books, um, the Torah, the, the the Quran, the Bible, and I I personally. Like encountered so many similarities between these books that they they all point towards the same truth, the exact same truth. And I wondered like why people are dividing. Why why do they um, why do they think that they are ultimately right and and the rest are all wrong? We but we are all human beings, right? Yeah. And um, through cultural programming, we we will all. Um, eventually realize that something was like we were programmed we were programmed and we need to get out of this programming and that's what the plant medicine by the way does it strips you off all your beliefs and it strips you off um, your emotions your thoughts and it puts you into this unified stream of consciousness you you actually get to feel the power of every single person uniting in this world and it's extremely powerful because you just 
feel an infinite energy of love, an infinite energy of of unity. Mm-hmm. And you actually get to see the world from the eyes of every single person on this planet. And you see how everyone perceives you. And, and when you're in that stage, you realize that no one is wrong. We all create our own truth. We all create our own realities. Every single person create his own life. And, and no one is wrong. No one is right. It's just like the expanding universe. Everyone is going in his own direction. It sounds like, and I do agree, that a lot of the culture, or cultura, can cause the division. Or it, it maybe it's just we realize this. Maybe I have this idea because of how I was raised or what I was taught to believe or a certain religion. Are you, in essence, saying to have an awareness or mindfulness of why we might be thinking what we're thinking or believing, as well as maybe if we're in conflict with someone why they're thinking or believing what they're believing. Is that a part of this? Absolutely. I mean, some practical ways of going about this is through meditation, through mindfulness, um, some headspace, uh, praying, yoga. These things will help. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. a lot of studies proved that you know through meditation, through yoga, praying, um, and 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 such things um, there's there's a molecule in your brain called DMT dimethyltryptamine uh, produced by your penile gland and that's the exa- uh, that's the exact same uh, substance in, in in the plant substance uh, um, ayahuasca that triggers mm-hmm. you know your ability to filter all your negative thoughts, your beliefs, uh, uh, your disoriented beliefs, and and, um, all your ideologies become aligned. And and this is the exact same substance that causes you to to dream, and it causes outer body experience and near-death experiences. And actually, when when, when you die as well, uh, the substance is produced in huge amounts. And... uh, Studies have proved that through meditation, you actually increase the secretion of, of the substance in the brain. So it's yeah. all connected. Mm-hmm. So I like, well, let's look at this. If The macro and microcosm of this, if we are, we had Dr. Bruce Lipton on this program a while back, and he talked about the creator genes that are in everyone, you know, that updates or levels. Uh, what we, you know, in our in our body, um, when something, you know, needs to change, but that we're these creator genes, let's say, in the world, individually, as we live our life. So as you're talking, I'm just wondering, you say that same substance, that chemical substance that's within the plant is in with us. So I'm wondering if there's some correspondence, in other words, the aspect of us that is that plant, and is that uh, biochemical component is also mm-hmm. with us as in a biochemical component so that when we take a, a, an amount, the amount that we need, almost like homeopathy, when we take the amount mm-hmm. that we need, whether it's microdosing or large dose, whatever it is, therapeutic dose, if that's what helps 
shift our consciousness or awareness because it's already us. It's already within us. We're mm-hmm. just taking a, a form of it from a, from a plant, you know, or another substance. I don't know. What is your your thought of that? Anything with an endorsed consciousness has DMT, and uh, that that substance that. Uh, substance, according to Dr. Rick Strassman and his uh, research in the University of Texas, he believes that it's a spirit molecule. Um, and the reason behind that is once you become an embryo in your mother's womb after 45 days, uh, which is the time you know that gender is, is uh, determined, uh, DMT starts to be produced in the embryo's body. So a lot of theories point to the fact that, you know, this is the spirit and, and um, it's consciousness or whatever spirit means. You know, it's, um, it, it, it's the driving, the, the life driving force of, of, you know, of our bodies. And um, back to your initial question about, you know, the purpose and how can we, what can we do with this such information and, and how should we go about our lives after, you know, knowing about about this? I mean, when I started to look more into the subject, I personally attracted, you know, my, my own mission to myself. You know, this mission in, of uniting people is, is done or reflected through my writing. You know, my writing attracted you know, all the like-minded people to me attracted so many opportunities, mm-hmm. attracted the fact that I published this book, attracted me um, today to this show um, to spread the word. And it doesn't have to be in the form of writing. It could be in the form of a podcast. It can be in the form of uh, painting. It can be in the form of dancing. Whatever your passion is, every single person has their own passion. You know, it can be through exercising, but as long as you have this core message within you, it is going to radiate, and it's going to radiate mm-hmm. so loud. Um, but you need to get your priorities straight. That's that's why in the beginning I was like, you, you need to sit mm. back and, and yeah. eliminate all the distractions in your life. Just sit alone and eliminate all the distractions, all the people, all the mind-altering substances, the, the situations, the bad the, the, the negative patterns that you go through daily, you need to eliminate all of that so you can find clarity, so you can find what you're passionate about, what you're really passionate about. Jobs are replaceable, but passion is irreplaceable. Right. Oh, well put. Oh, Ahmed, we're out of time. You're welcome to come back anytime. I love what you're saying. We can dive in deeper next time, do a part two if you like. Um, this has been amazing. I love that. Those are yeah, those of you just tuning in, we've been talking uh, with Ahmed A. Lofty, author of Beyond the Prison of Beliefs. You can find out more information by going to his web. What's the best website? You've got two of them, AhmedALofty.com and um, yeah. also the blog. Okay, so everything is on that site. It's a great site, by the way, you yeah. guys should check it out. It's really uh Pretty calming. <laughs> it's very nice. I love the colors. I love what you've done. And it's nice, uh, great blog as well. Yeah, Ahmed, love what you're doing. Thanks for taking time out to be on Awakenings. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Michelle. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. 
All right, if you want to get a little bit of science and spirituality, where science is meeting spirit, uh, you can visit Ahmed's website at Ahmed Lofty or AhmedALofty.com, A-H-M-E-D-A-L-O-F-T-Y. And we've been diving into his um, book, Beyond the Prison of Beliefs. All right, everyone, as always, it's always great to connect with all of you here. Um, Until next time, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and, of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake.